Thank you all for joining us again for another episode of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. I am your host, Coach Chelsea, and I'm super excited to join y'all again. I was thinking of that song, we go back to back, back to back. And so yesterday we had an amazing uh, conversation with Coach uh, Janice Constantine, and we got a servant leader on today. I'm telling you, she's much like Janice, y'all. I'm telling you, we talk about servant leaders and their plates being full, and we've been talking y'all for a while coordinate and make it happen. And God saw fit for that day to be today. So I'm super excited to have servant leader coach Coretta Brown with us today. Y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all a quick story about this. I told her I was gonna do it, right? I met coach quite a few years ago, right? Um, when she was at Thomas University. It's close to me. I'm in Tallahassee, Florida. Most of y'all know that. And, you know, of course, we've stayed in touch as she moved different places that God has assigned her. And so when we were recently talking and, and planning for this, she said, well, do you have my number still? And I said, I think, no, I don't think I have your number. I think I do, right? I go in my phone to text her and it pops up as Coach Brown, Thomas University. And I laugh, but I love that so much because it wasn't so much as what her name was in my phone. That is how she still presents herself today, even now as assistant women basketball coach at Eastern Kentucky University. So coach, I just want to thank you for your time. I tell people one thing about that time piece. It's important because it's priceless. Once you give it, you can't give it back. So I thank you for joining us. I'm going to pass the torch to you to say hello, well, listeners, and we'll get this conversation started. First of all, Chelsea, I'm going to push that thanks back to you. Um, <laughs> Thank God for giving you the vision to even do the servant leadership. Like, this is awesome. And it's a great platform for you to, you know, be about your kingdom business. I love it. So all the thanks go to you for the vision and the executing. So we love that. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm Coretta Brown. I'm excited to be, be here. We've been talking about this for a month. And I don't know, just in a world where people love to talk, like, I get excited about talking about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let's talk about him. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love it. And, and, I, and I think that that's the biggest piece, right? Because no matter what we do, I always use that tagline. I say, we're, we're working to infiltrate the sports world, to normalize mm-hmm. athletic professionals of faith. And when you do, when you do love and enjoy him and just love to talk about him, it flows through no matter what our assignment is or where we find ourselves. And it's like, I find myself having to remember that everybody is not in that place with me, you know? And so I've recently been like, oh, I, just know I don't I don't mean to offend, but y'all he good and I love him and and that's just kind of what it is. And you know, most times people like, no, you're good, you're good. But I can't you sound like me. I'll be looking for a window to get in there. I'm like, oh, come on here. Right. <laughs> that's like, it. How am I getting here today? Right. <laughs> Slide that in I love it. I love it. Well, coach, you know how we've been doing this thing. You've been tapping in for a minute. And one of the things I love about just this mission from God is just to be able to just have conversations. Mm-hmm. Um athletic professionals about what it truly means to lead and serve like Christ 
in these positions and what it means to, like you said, find that window, find that crack in the door, whatever we can to be able to get his love and his word flowing through there. So I just want to talk to you today. And I know you're going to, you know, he, whatever he gave you, I know you're going to bless us with. But I just want to talk a little bit about that today, because even if for that one person, we want to empower them as they're listening. For sure. For sure. So just a little bit about, what was it like to serve and lead like Christ? Yes, ma'am. I guess for me, in order to serve and lead like Christ, like for me personally, I always check the posture of my heart and mind. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you're talking about, you know, that mind, because whatever is controlling my thoughts is controlling me. So if I can keep that mind focused on the main thing, which is him through, through all the blessings flow. I also think of Romans 112, you know, we got to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Right. And so I want to keep my mind. I want to keep the main thing, the main thing. So that's him first in everything, that I do, especially my thoughts, because again, whatever is controlling my thoughts is controlling me. And so I always invite him to my thoughts. Um, Years ago, in one of my valley moments, you know, a good friend of mine, she said, when you say your prayers at night, always pray to God to come into your heart. Mm. That prayer has literally changed my life. It's changed my outlook. It's changed how I move. It's changed the rooms that I'm in, what I speak, you know, because I, I want him in my heart, you know, because we're born into a sinful nature. As good as people we think we are, you know, we may pay it forward here and there. Like that that heart is, is really what's controlling as well. And so... Mm-hmm. For me, you know, in order to serve and lead like him, uh, you know, I, I always check the posture of my mind and heart, you know, and then I question myself, am I being his hands and feet? You know, if I come across that person in the grocery store or in practice, wherever it is, if I'm the only church that they see, are they inspired or are they running? I check myself every night. I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, did I get it right this time? And so it, it's a continuous 1%. Because think about it as coaches. I know it's for me, we tell our players every single day, you got to get 1% better. You know, you're, you're only competing against yourself. It's mm-hmm. the same thing in our faith walk. You know, like my faith and my walk is my faith and my walk. And so I want to continue to get 1% better in every area, every single day. I think that's awesome though, coach, because a lot of times in the athletic sector, right? Especially when you get to a place where you start, as folks say, make some noise or you start to climb the ladder and get those, Uh, positions that people are aspire to have what you just said there is being God's hands and feet a lot of times it gets missed and it's not intentional right Right. you know when I was talking to coach uh, Sherry Cole and she said this and it was amazing and also Corey Close and they just talked about climbing the ladder Mm -hmm. and said that I I I, the, the the scariest part in doing that is we get so caught up in the titles and climbing and climbing I would hate to live my life climbing the ladder and I realized that I had it leaned up on the wrong wall. Ooh, and that's to listen, that's it good. back because I'm like, honestly, so often we find ourselves on that path where we think, well, this is what I want to do. And I know God's going to give me desires in my heart, but we'll get so caught up in trying to chase that ladder, right? That we may miss like, hey, I didn't tell you to climb it there, right? And so when I can check my heart posture, when I can ask him to come into my heart, those mm-hmm. mistakes not going to be made if, I, if I'm asking him to come in because he's going to direct my paths mm-hmm. and make sure that I'm leaning and depending on him and that comes from knowing him, right? And so that leads me to this portion. I always say it this way, just one, because my grandma always said this way. And I just think it makes sense. You know, I used to know Christ and go to church with my mom and go to church with my grandparents all the time, right? But it was nothing like when my grandma used to say, well, baby, you got to learn for yourself. Okay? Yes, 
Yes, ma'am. Talk us a little bit about how and when you learned them for yourself. Who your relationship? You said a mouthful right there, Pastor. (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) No, because like a lot of times it's not what you do for a living as -hmm. important as what you're representing as a person. That's it. You know, so we're going to be about that kingdom business. We got to represent that first and foremost, you know. So, girl, you said a lot. What was your question? That was a lot. <laughs> Just talk to us a little bit about your Christian journey. When did you, when did that that meeting of him branch from a connection, an introduction from someone else to you truly knowing him and having a relationship on your own? So the same, right? Like for me, when I look at, when I look back at my life, like it's always faith to faith, right? Like we live this life, we go from faith to faith. He loves us too much to leave us alone. Come so on. It's going to bless us and then just, ooh, there go your one blessing in life. No, like it's some more blessings out there that we got to go get. And so for me, it was in my valley moments. You know, I was in college. Oh, Lord. So we was in college and I was in a tough situation. I ain't going to say the situation because my mama might be listening. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I don't blame you. (laughs) It was was one of them moments, like serious matter. I couldn't get myself out of it. My college coach, Coach Hatchell, she couldn't get me out of it. And for the first time, much like you, I grew up in the church. You know, like if I went out Saturday, I'm in the church every Sunday, faithfully. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday, sang in the youth choir, you know, like I was there every Sunday. But in this particular moment, that was the first time that I ever really had a conversation with God. And I mean, like, literally, like we're talking now, because I didn't know who else to turn to. My coach couldn't do it. Mama, I don't want her to know. So I'm like, that was the first legit prayer. And I made a promise then, that year, it was 2000, 2003, I believe, 2002 or 2003. I said, Lord, if you will get me out of this, I promise my life is yours, that I will serve you from here on out. And it has not changed. And he did it in an instance. I mean, it went from looking bad to me waking up that morning. It was almost like it never happened. And so that was like the first conversation that I had and that he really showed up in my life. And then it's like from there, how can you turn back from that? It's like when you know better, you do better. So I'm like, man, like if God go, let me see what this guy talking about. Come on now. Come on now. What else you got? (laughs) So that was like my first real moment of like genuinely getting to to know him. And it started with a prayer, like a deep, genuine prayer in my own way. Again, I'm I'm Mm -hmm. not a pastor. So it's not father, how art thou? No, like God, you know, this is my heart crying out to you. Yeah. He did what I was telling somebody that yesterday. I said, listen, I'm going to tell you now. It is us. It is not Christ himself. It is not anything that is in his word. It is us as people, right? It is us as people who make this thing seem harder than it is and make him seem unapproachable. It makes him seem that we have to be all pristine and proper before we make our way to him. His word says, come as you are. Come. That's all he asks is that you come. Come. Right? But we, as people, these imperfect people, we have these criteria, right? You got to be this and have to do this. He didn't say that, right? And I tell all the time, like, look, if you want to get, I'm going to pray for you and I'll pray with you. But when I talk to him, and I mean, really talk to him, I'm talking to him like I talk to you. Hey, listen, okay. I can <laughs> right. face look, and I know what you said. I know what you said. I do. I'm not, I'm, right? I know what you told me, but I'm going to ask for grace this one more time. My bad. I apologize. Please forgive me and show me which way you would have me to go next. And I say, I know he look at me as this child of mine. Okay, child. Right. But he know you though. Again, with this yes. is God we're talking about. He know the amount of hairs on our hair. Come on. 
he already know. And so my friend, again, in one of my valley moments, she told me, you know, I was in a situation and I was almost literally angry at God, at God, right? The nerve. I'm like, oh, my life ain't going. God, how could you, I made this promise. I was there with it. And she was like, look, like you need to genuinely, again, go to your prayer closet, which the closet is the heart. It ain't actually your closet. Go to your prayer closet and talk. And so again, I literally, God, this is, he already knew anyway. He already knew. God, this, this is where I'm at. Like, I, I need you again. Like, help me out. I need this. And I pray for this. At, at that time, one of my particular prayers was to stop cursing. Okay. Stop, because I don't curse now. But back then, it was bad. It was really, really bad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, God, like, I, I know this is not of you. This is something that I picked up from the world. Like, help me. I made this promise. I want to sh- basically shift my coaching career from coaching to wins to coaching for you. You know, and so he he literally took it away in a dream, which kind of blew my mind. Wow. Yeah, took it away in a dream. It, it actually woke me up from my sleep. I had this dream that I was just throwing up like this green slime, you know, slime mm-hmm. that like kids play with. Mm-hmm. I was throwing it up, throwing it up, and it woke me up. And I'm looking on the bed. I'm like, did I just throw it? Am I sick? What's going on? And ever since mm-hmm. that day, like the cursing just dwindled to the point that for about a month, I couldn't even hear a curse wow. without it hurting my ears. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you know what you know, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I tell people. People that listen to this podcast and know me, they know, like, Kristen Kane is one of the ones I love to listen to often, right? And she always says this as her tagline. She says, impossible is where God starts. Not ends. Impossible is where he starts. Why? Because he knows us. Just like the word says, not by might, not by power, by his spirit. But I'm, we do everything. It's me. I did that. <laughs> by my power, my might, right? That's what we do. It, I did. And so he has to ensure that when he shows up, I, I don't want you thinking, oh, you know, that just was this dream and that, no, 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 no. He knew that he needed to meet you in such a way that you wouldn't think any other avenue than I know. that. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. He good like that. That's him, ain't it? Can't That's how he get down. Oh, my God. Nobody can got the way he got. He's too good. Look, it's funny. I remember this was a while ago. I was actually playing still. I never forget. Um, we were looking at the scouting report. I was playing travel ball. We were looking at the scouting report. Had already talked about this girl and what she does. And this is what she does. And, you know, make sure this is how we going to guard her. X, Y, Z, right? And so I don't remember her number now. But whatever the number was, homegirl changed her jersey number. Okay? So I'm <laughs> And my coach is like, all right, Chelsea, you remember the plan. You know who you got. I'm like, yeah, coach, I'm looking, but is she hurt? Like, I'm looking, I'm like, I don't see, let's just say number 11. I don't see number 11. Like, I don't see her out there, right? She was just like, so she's looking, she's looking. She's like, all right, well, just pick her up for right, you know, right now, and we'll make the adjustments. Some girl got out there. She took that first shot. I said, coach, she didn't change the number, but that's her. That's I her. <laughs> based off of the plan based off what we said that she was and she was it right and that's how God is when he show up I don't care what form I don't care what voice I don't care how he comes to you you know who he is how he shows up you know come on now girl come on pastor you show that I'm not fooling with you today I'm not doing it (laughs) you know coach this servant leadership piece I mean it's huge because I think more often, just like you said, and I love how you said it, I'm, I'm keep using that. We have to be his hands and feet, you know? And so often, I think that's what humbles me, right? I don't care 
where he places me. I don't care what position he gives me. That's what humbles me. But it also allows me to be able to take these new roles and not be nervous by them, not feel like they're too much for me to actually approach them because I know that he's placed me on assignment. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about how you use that discernment, right? When, of course, naturally you've been in different places and different assignments. How do you use your discernment and how do you lean on him to know when it's time to move, which move to make and which position you should accept? That's really good. It literally by my faith. It starts by my faith, you know, and it's by letting the Holy Spirit lead. Like literally letting the Holy Spirit lead. I remember the first time that I ever felt the Holy Spirit and it freaked me out because I thought I was about to die. I didn't know. I didn't know what it was, you know, Mm -hmm. when it came on me and I was like, talking to my friend of mine who was leading a prayer at the time and I was like what is this feeling like literally like a fire I'm like what's going on she's like oh that's the Holy Spirit and ever since then like I could see how my life has changed you know so it's literally for me it's the faith of faith that I talked about you know just having that complete faith which is just the trust and confidence that God is going to be who he said he is when Jesus Mm -hmm. left he left us with the Holy Spirit so for my prayer my coaching career and a lot of my friends they laugh at me I said look if God tells me to go to Alaska, I'm buying a coat and some boots. I'm out. <laughs> Come on. That's it. <laughs> no, that's it. That's literally. And I look back on my coaching career and my, my, a lot of my friends, they're like, girl, you're all over the place. I said, I genuinely go where God has, has, wherever he leads me. And so my past couple of stops has been where God has led me. Like when I look back on it, it's about like you said, nobody else can do it. My network didn't do it. You know, none of them did it. It was assigned mm-hmm. by God. And one of the cool stories, you know, how January, a lot of the churches, they do the fast and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the pastor, he told me at the time, he said, hey, when you guys are doing this, you know, God is going to show you some stuff. He's going to reveal some stuff. It may not make sense. Just write it down. So me okay. being an obedient servant, God gave me three things. Did not make sense at all. I'm just like, what? Okay, God. What? Okay, God. <laughs> you know, we're here 2022. This is what, two years ago? Two mm-hmm. of us have already come to pass see there you know what i'm saying so it's like again like god is gonna do his part he just wants that will again the hands and feet he just wants that willing mind that willing heart just be submissive and let him lead in genuinely all areas not just one because i've been there before too okay god i need you in my finances no he he wants he wants to be involved in every area of our life that's it Uh, you know that's that's kind of what he's been for me yeah come on now and you listen and you said that thing so plain and I love how you are so obedient, right? Mm-hmm. Just come to the place now where it's like, you know, hey, I'm not even about to question you. If mission takes me in a place I never thought you'd send me, you know. So, okay, you know, I tried it my way. I tell people this all the time. I tried it my way. And shout out to Coach KB. She always laughs when I, uh, when I say this, but I've gotten to the place in my life where I say, if he didn't send it, I don't want it. I don't want it. I know that's right. I just don't, right? I I just don't. I tried it with my hand on it. I said this on here all the time and I laugh because Hendrix, when I put her in a seat, she hates the car seat. Can't stand it, right? Uh, Any seat, honestly, because I put her in a high chair to eat. Until she realizes that the food is in front of her, she's like, oh, we eating? Okay, cool. But she doesn't (laughs) like to be in a seat. So when I fasten it up, like her hands, like her little hands, she's like, uh, uh, she got hands now. And I'm just like, girl, take your hands off so I can help you. And I laugh. Same moment that I said it, I laughed because it was like, okay, God, all right, I got it. I got uh-huh. it. Revolution hit you. working through this little face to make me see it, you know? And it got me because it's like, okay, you're telling it in Hendrix, but what happens when I tell you that? 
Cool. You sitting here worrying about things. And I just told you, I got it. Mm-hmm. So are you, and I've gotten to the place in my life where even sometimes when I get ready, I don't think, I don't know that I'm doing it. It's just, I'm trying to, and I'm like, Mm-mm, nope, take hands off, Chelsea. That's not you. Yeah. You right? Take your hands off. And I love how you've gotten to the place that you tried them enough, right? Because the trust comes from the try. I tell people that all the time. You right can't, there. you ain't trying. Right right? And you can't trust them if you weren't trying. Right there. And, and that's the thing too, like trusting is an act of worship. God oh, wants our Come he, on. He wants us to worship him. That's what he wants. It's about like you said, he, he's going to show up in them areas to where nobody else can get the credit but him. Yep. He wants that worship. That's part of it. It's trusting him too. That's it. It is. And it, and it comes from those places. You mentioned those valley moments, right? And that's what I call them too. You know, we all celebrate the mountain top moments, right? I'm here. Look at me. I have arrived, right? And I always talk about how, you know, selfies. I teach high school. And of course, I will watch people and they will take, you know, 50 different ones. The angle has to be right. I got to use the right filter. Uh-uh, this hair went right this way. I've watched it, right? And then we finally, finally when it's perfect, we'll post that one that just is perfect. That's it, right? But life isn't that way. And right. I'll talk about how we quickly share those mountaintop moments, right? But just imagine how life would be for the non-believer or the person who thinks they're enduring things alone. Mm-hmm. So that the valley is once where we resided too. Mm-hmm. And so what I've learned is that those valley moments that you mentioned, and those valley moments that I know I've been through, we're taken through those, not even for me. That's what his word tells Look, I, that ain't for you, girl. You yeah. didn't realize this, right? But I needed you to come through this because you didn't know where I was taking you next. Come on. And that again, like you said, comes from being tried, but it also comes from being that word, mm-hmm. right? And knowing what that word says to you, right? That's that connection piece. If I don't know him, I can't trust him. That part. That part. And as you, you talk about the faith too. So faith doesn't come by seeing. It, come on. It, it, it comes by hearing. Mm-hmm. So imagine if I'm, if I'm in a dark room, right? And we, we talk about God letting him lead, letting the Holy Spirit lead, but I'm in a dark room. Mm-hmm. I got to be able to hear. I can't yes. see it. I, I can't see it. That's having faith again, having that faith that God going to be who he said he is. Come on. And so when we're talking about the mountains and the valleys, the mountains, the valleys, what if the mountain, the mountain, back to that faith to faith that I'm talking about? That's it. From mountain to mountain, faith to faith, you're going to have to go through the valley. That's it. No, and it, not that it gets easier. It's just, for me, I have that understanding that, again, God going God. So even though it may look like, <laughs> you know God. So it may look like I'm in a valley to everybody else, but I know that I'm not alone. He cares I like that, Coach. You know, he God cares. God going God now. I love <laughs> he gonna God. He don't know how to. He he gonna God. So even when I'm in that valley, again, being the age that I'm at now, having gone through life a little bit, I know too much about him. Mm-hmm. So now I got them scriptures that I can lean on. You know, I got my prayer warriors that can go to war with me because I know that that mountain is coming again. Come on. I heard, I heard a sermon once. The preacher talked about it. He was talking about storms at the time. Mm-hmm. Come he on. It's really simple. He said you're either in a storm. Mm-hmm. You just got out of a storm or mm-hmm. you're headed into a storm. Mm-hmm. But the storm of life is coming. Nobody's exempt. I could care less about your title. I don't care if you're president or if you're the janitor. That, that storm is coming. That's and it. Your, your relationship with God, that's what's going to get you through that storm. 
that's it. Listen, here's the thing. I'm going to mention something about the valley, and I'm glad you talk about these storms, because I always be talking about the storm on here, you know, and and you bridge gaps to where I was going with that next. But the thing, the last thing about that valley that I want to say is that here's the thing. In the valley, what's the position that we need to hit? Mm-hmm. Up. Yep. So look up, we got to make our way up, and that's where he is. The problem with the mountain, right, when we start to progress and receive accolades and succeed, we're at the top. Mm-hmm. And we feel there's nowhere else to go. Mm. One of the things about the valleys, and I tell people this all the time, we don't like them. They don't feel good, but they're reminders that we got to look up. Necessary. We get clouded by the height of the mountain that we forget to look up. Necessary. Like it says, a pride come before fall. Yes, ma'am. That valley helps me to kind of put things back into perspective and remember mm-hmm. Is the head right? But it's, you mentioned storms, coach. <laughs> it's that ego, too. Come on now, that ego, e- ego, stands for easing God out. It ain't about That's you. It. That's it. It ain't about you. It's 100% about Him. If we're again this servant leader that we're all on this podcast for, we got to keep them first. We got to so get rid of self, get rid of me, 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 me. Ego, you easing God out. He wants it to be about Him. That's and it's it. the place, like, again, like the posture of the mind and heart is letting him occupy our space. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Cell phone, you, you only got so much space for your phone going back. Come on. Right? Like, so letting God occupy that space, everything, controlling our gates, our ear gates, our eye gates, what we're watching, what we're listening to, like, is that of God or is that of the world? Mm-hmm. You know, because whatever's speeding that, it's speeding our spirit. So I want to make sure the Holy Spirit said so that he continue to lead me because the blessings are just coming in a major way. And I want all my blessings while I'm here. All of them. All of okay. them. All of them. All of them. Come on. <laughs> Steve Harvey, he said this before on one of his podcasts. He talked about when we get to glory, right? I'm old. He said heaven, but I just like glory. He just said <laughs> better, right? And so he told me we get there and he said, I can just only imagine. He said, y'all, this, this, this is just me talking here. He said, but I want y'all to imagine when you get there, he said, imagine when you wake up for Christmas and you see all those gifts. You don't really know what belongs to what. You just see all these gifts. Yeah. And so your mind says, well, this has to be something for somebody else and somebody else. And maybe I have something in there, but this belongs to some people, right? He said, but then God looks at you and say, no, that's what you could have had if you just asked me. Ooh. Well, the blessings that were for you but you never tapped into them. Mm. He said, and then I'm like, all of them, God? All of them. One of them. So even with the things I blessed you with, you missed out on these. Oh. Mm. What I said. And I was like, oh my goodness. Steve. Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve. Because <laughs> we do. And we miss that because again, by my own might, mm-hmm. trying to do it my way. As you said, ego, easing God out. Yeah me 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 and him myself i can't tap into but it goes back to me saying it again if god didn't send it i don't want it and i want exactly what he has to say because i know it's going to be better for me and to me than what i can do and handle for myself oh yes ma'am yes ma'am all day every day don't make me throw nothing at you now <laughs> he ain't gonna reach me <laughs> but coach listen these storms man i, mean, I want to go there because i always do at some point in 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 these conversations and, and because 
I feel, you know, I'm down here in Florida and I always put it this way. I'm in Florida. So, you know, hurricane season, but we're so used to them, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're used to them. We know the weatherman or woman says the storm is coming, right? But we don't believe that it's coming until the weatherman or what's, what's my guy name? Can't think of his name right now. Uh, Ah, uh, Jim. Um, I forget his name, but the real dude. When you know he in your city, the storm is for real coming, right? Uh-huh. When wind blowing is crazy, then that's when we get up and believe. Oh my God, let me go get some water. Let me go get the flashlights, the batteries, because the storm is really coming. Well, in our life, like you said before, storms they come. You either coming in one, coming out of one, or you're in one right now. That's just how it works, right? I don't care how far you go in life. I don't care how high you get in life. I don't care if you think you're the Supreme President Biden going through storms. Okay. It's how it works. I'll say, Hey, coach Brown, I know your schedule is pretty heavy today, but can we schedule your storm for Saturday? (laughs) Ain't no blind sign. They're coming. Right. And when they come nine times out of 10, you're not going to be expecting them. You may these scriptures that you lean on right and of course there's many of them that we lean on especially if we're in depth some of us we may not even know where actually they are but they're in here we don't have enough right but my parents always said baby you got to keep scripture in your heart right you can't go run for something you can't go try to prepare like we do for the storm right in <laughs> my city everything is broken loose let me run to walmart right and what happens nothing's there right And so in life, I don't want to go running for safety. I don't want to go running for something and it's not there. I want it to be available for me. What's those scriptures, coach, or that one scripture that you kind of, when that day get long and things get crazy, the storms of your life rage, like the hymn says, that kind of brings you some comfort or brings you back to balance. Yeah, so when I think about the scriptures, it's kind of got me through my valleys. The first Mm -hmm. valley I spoke of was in college, right? Mm -hmm. And so, again, freshman year, like most of the freshmen we've seen out with the transfer portal, I was transferred after freshman year. You okay. know, I called Mama Brown to inform her on my decision. She said, no, you wasn't. So I stayed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, Mama Trump's my decision. But for me, it was Philippians, Philippians 4.13. Mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I literally used to write that on my shoe because if I can't transfer Right, because I think it may be easy over here. And mom is telling me, I gotta know, you gotta work through this adversity. Okay, well, God, I'm gonna need you because I, I can't do this on my own strength. And so that Philippians 4:13 got me through all of that. It got me through the the runs, the early morning conditioning, all of that. It got me through the whole thing of being this big time player, high school player coming out of Georgia, sitting the bench. It got mm-hmm. me through that because of my faith in him. Again, I grew up in the church. You know, so I thank my parents for that foundation that got me through that, you know, and again, this God we're talking about who can do all things, Come so on. Like not a little bit, not some, but if he gonna do all things, okay, God will show out there. Let me be the first player to play in the NBA. Didn't reach the NBA, but I made it to the WNBA, you, know, so, you know, so that one for me, that got me through college, Philippians 413. And then when I kind of made the shift from player to coaching, it became Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, 10, mm. putting on the full armor of God. Come on here. That was, again, like this was really my transition. And when I think I became a better coach, it was doing that valley time. You know, because again, I'm coming from professional ball player, right? I got this platform, blah, 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 blah. My identity is, is this. My identity is this professional player coming into coaching. And so I'm still trying to make my identity about basketball. You know, again, ego, totally leaving God out of it. You know, he was like, hey, yeah. Knock, knock, knock. When you're going to invite me back into this thing, 
you know, and so right. during that time, during that shift, because I was trying to shift my mind towards God, of course, here come the attacks. And so for me, that Ephesians 10, I literally used to have it. I used to have a little rack where my set my keys coming out my front door and I literally printed it out and I would just read it and tap it every morning because it was just like attacks coming here, here, here. But that arm of God literally got me through that, that valley at the time. So that was kind of my shift from player to coach. Mm-hmm. Kind of where I'm at now is Galatians 6, 9. Come on. You know, not growing weary of doing kingdom, kingdom business, you know, because That's a it. lot of times when we're trying to walk it out and we're trying to be his hands and feet, this is a crazy world that we're living in now. You know, it's, it's not easy, but I thank God, hey, for people like you, those servant leaders that are out there, that gives you that encouragement, that gives you that word when you need it. I can't tell you the number of times to where I'm there just, whoo, like, God, this is, this is a lot. And then I'll get that text or I'll get that call from my college roommate who I hadn't talked to in over a decade. Girl, you was heavy on my spirit. You okay? Girl, no, call me. (laughs) That's it. Go red, call, you know? So I just thank God that he sends, he sends what you need, you know, because Mm -hmm. again, like he puts you on this valley. He he loves us too much to leave us alone. And so he sends his little helpers to help us along the way. So for me, those, those would be my three, my three Bible verses. Those are three of my favorites, Coach. I'm telling you right now. And you and I love what you pinpointed there, right? That as we grow, right? I was listening to Joyce Meyer this morning and she mentioned, she was like, you know, those, you know, that have kids, she's like, even if you don't, like if you're in a position of leadership, you watch the growth of those people that you lead. Yeah. And the more uh res- the more growth that they show, the more responsibility that you're gonna give them, right? Mm-hmm. And so the same thing holds true in our walks with Christ, right? Mm-hmm. When we come into the faith, when yeah. we give our life to him, it's like we're babies, right? My mm-hmm. grandma probably used to always say, hey, you can start on milk just like a baby, but uh, you shouldn't still be on milk. All right, Chelsea, you shouldn't yeah. be on milk. And if you are, that's on you, honey. You could talk about, oh, what a passion this is, but are you in your word? Mm-hmm. And the word is, the, the, the word that you're needed, which you aligned here, changes with where I am. Mm-hmm. And, you did that because there are going to be different storms, different valleys, different mountain moments, different assignments that require a different portion of his word to lead and guide me. That's fine. And if I don't know where to go, I'm going to be looking crazy. Exactly. I loved how you put that transition in there because there, there's a different word for a different time. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty again, like God on God. So even in my valley time, right, when I was doing the, the armor of God, when I was in that phase, he kept putting the word love in my heart. Like literally, you know, new year resolutions. We come up with the new year. This is my uh-huh. love for the year. Well, mine was love for about four years straight. You come know, on. it's like, okay, God, like what is up with this? Like, and so that's how I've kind of shifted my coaching career because that's what he wanted me to do. Like, okay, yeah, you're pushing these players and you're teaching them this, but are you loving them? That's you it. know, like, are you calling them to me or are you just calling them to go cut down a net? You know, and, and so... I don't know, man. God is, God is just that dude. And it's so funny. I used to say that all the time <laughs> back in the day when I was at Thomas Jesus verse. Cause he is. I used to walk around. God is that dude. God is that dude. So it's so funny. This was about five years ago. One of our players had posted something and I commented on it. She was like, coach, God, that dude. And I was See? like, oh, so they were watching, <laughs> you know, they're watching yep. they're listening. And, and so again, if they would have, I always view my coaching career as this. The wins and losses, they're going to come and go. I'm with God, so I'm, I'm winning anyway. You know, like he's the ultimate winner. He, he's come going on now. But if they hold a microscope to my life, right, 
Like, can they see what I've been saying? And is it calling them to Christ? Or is it, again, making them run? You know, so I, every single day I try to live it in such a way that it, it calls them to, that it piques them to at least want to open up the Bible, say a prayer or something. And it's, it's really cool to see. I take this season. You know how every team, we're, they pray before the game, they say the Lord's Prayer, all of that. Right. You know, to start out this season, I would lead the prayer. You know, okay. I, I say the prayer, then we go into the team prayer, whatever. Then I, I started opening it up. You know, well, first our trainer would be the only one that would jump in on it. She's a believer too. She'd hop in. And then I get one of the little managers to hop in, but it was never, ever a player. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to conference, it was literally the players leading it. To where I would open it up, who wants prayer? Coach, I got it. Coach, I got it. Coach, I got it. You know, and I'm like, that's that's God. You know, that's that's God. That's Him. I love that. Yeah. I love it. It, you know, you make me think of my girls. You know, they I, we start a year, and I just let them know I'm never about, uh, about to put anybody on blast. Like you're totally against it, fine. But I'm just gonna allow God to move and lead me to who He wants to lead it for that. I said, I need y'all to understand something about prayer, okay? I don't want you to be confused about these lengthy ones, long ones that you hear and see. That's their prayer, your prayer, right? All prayer is, is a petition of thanks. We're going to ask for forgiveness. We're going to ask for what we want. We're going to give him reverence for who he is. You got it? I said, you understand that you can say, God, help me. Amen. And And you got it. Totally fine, right? Mm -hmm. Over time. Right. The best part is when they become seniors. Right. I think I uh, saw one of my past players on. She was quite churchy anyway. It churchy anyway. But we'd start when they're in ninth grade. And it's like, mm, you yeah. call me coach. No, no, that's no. Yeah. All right. I'd be like, that's fine. I got it. Don't worry about it. All right. Then 10th level. But I, by the end of the, each years that were passing, it's the same way. I got it. No problem. Or if I call you, boom. And I will never forget calling on one that never talked this year. Probably wasn't even one that might not even play again next year. Yeah. And homegirl just blew us away. It was like, oh, I know we about to win. Let's go. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's just amazing. Why? Because it's like, I never took you through and say, this is what you say. This is what you say. But they paid attention and watched. And it goes back to what you said, being hands and feet, being the hands and feet of God. And if we can do that, people watch. They're paying attention. They're paying attention. And you, you think about it, like, especially for us as coaches, like mm-hmm. we think about these young student athletes lives, what's really more important. Come on. Teaching them all these X's and O's to win championships or teaching them a legit prayer life. So they mm-hmm. wouldn't, because their valleys are coming too. Their storms Come are coming. Come so on. Come on. They're in their valleys and their storms. Now they, they know, Hey, let me pray. Now mm-hmm. they got a scripture. Let me, let me go to my scripture. You know, like, I, I don't know, for me, like, that's that's a way bigger lesson than trying to do all these X's and O's over here. Can you do the step back in the Euro? Can you pray? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's winning, okay? Come on now. Yes. Look, girl, you need to put that on the shirt, right? <laughs> okay, listen. I tell people right now, I know y'all be recruiting, but I be like, I am the recruiting coordinator for Christ. That is what I do, right? And on my oh, here, okay, can you Euro step? Do you play defense? What's your height? Which way? Do you pray? That's <laughs> all right now in that moment, right? I, I legit love that though, because I think that so often, you know, I used to feel that that was um, asking people if they know Christ, asking if they know Jesus, right? Do you know, uh, I always, my little girl, 
girl, she loves Daniel Tiger. Okay. And so now they do this thing on YouTube where it's just Daniel Tiger Live and Blue Live and all these things. It's smart now. It's smart. Why? Because it goes 24 hours a day. It never stops. So at whatever point that you need to watch it, it's two o'clock in the morning, I can hit it and it's on. Pretty awesome. There's a little girl on there and she starts to talk about Daniel and she says, do you know Daniel? Like you've been watching it for 24 hours, but think about it. Do you know Daniel? Right? And I laugh because that is how we are in life. Our assumptions are that you know him. Our assumptions are that you've given your life to him, that you chose him as your personal savior. We assume that. Mm-mm. That's not the case. And I laughed at the little girl was like, do you know Daniel? Right? To get to that place where it's like, I don't want to offend, but do you know Jesus? Right? And that's, I don't know, that's so important because again, like we know that these values are coming. And I, I never make it mandatory. Even before we pray, hey, I'm finna pray. Like I always let like, wherever I go, like I'm Christian. I am a believer. I'm not trying to force you, whatever, but this is what mm-hmm. I stand for. And what, what you find is like I can't tell you the amount of players that will come in my office in their valleys and their little trying times, coach, and just break down crying. Coach, can you pray for me? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, like we want to teach them to be able to stand. Yeah, That's we want to teach them to win win games and cut down nets and all of that but when they graduate from us and they're out there in life can they legit stand on something solid and you know to to me that's the epitome of a servant leader you know like we're we're trying to groom the next servant leaders you know and then the leaders after that just paying it forward so I don't know and it's just really cool to see how God shows up and he shows out you know now it's just really because he not because because here we go because God gonna God he gonna God he gonna God I love that. He is going to God. Yes, ma'am. I love that. And that's, they know, like we say these things, but if you really take a look at what it is, when God shows up, he shows out, you know? And here's the thing. There's times when I show up and I'm I'm, I'm showing up just to be present. I'd be like, y'all, I'm not full throttle today, but I'm here. Okay. I may come and I'm like, girls i'm gonna play with y'all today but it's me and acting right so i'm gonna give you what i got right every single time that god shows up he gonna show up he only knows one speed that's it like one of our wide receivers model for the football team has been a while for gabby um one speed go Mm. that's him that's him he always gears ain't no i'm gone like four flat I know one speed, I'm showing out, right? Yeah. You to understand there isn't another me. No. There, no. There's no contender. This is me. Yeah. It's it's simple. It's like if you if you look at baseball, I think uh Monty Williams said this, the head coach mm-hmm. of Phoenix, he said this. He said, God has already hit the home run. Come on. I'm just running the bases. Just running the bases. That's it. He already hit it. He just wants me to run the bases. It's that simple. And that's something. Let him God. I'm put that on the shirt. Let him, <laughs> let him God run you. Let me run the bases. That's it. But we stay striking out, Coach. Okay. <laughs> Trying to make. I'm it just putting it out there. Me too, y'all. It's ain't look. I'm just saying, listen. Me too. Okay. We stay striking out, and when you really do a self evaluation, it goes back to that. Like, why am I tripping? And and I do that. I laugh. I'm, like, I'm tripping. My bad. You got it, Coach. Coach, she said it. She said this is my constant prayer every day that I give it to God and that he helps me not snatch it back 20 times a day. Right. We're like, I mean, let me just, 
ain't that beautiful? Like it's literally probably the past three years, my friends laugh at me about this. Because again, like I in my walk faith to faith, like I, I know now. When you know better, mm-hmm. you do better. That's it's right. been a couple of times to where I come home after a rough day and I'm complaining and I'm doing all this and I'm literally in my house. I'm I'm single, I live by myself, and I'm in my house, and then like the Holy Spirit just checks me. And I'm just, I'm talking to myself, like, girl, what you doing? You blessed. Like, what is you doing? Like, yeah, why are you yeah. playing? Why you are you back? You know, throwing the word right back on me. So I just, I thank the Holy Spirit for that. And it, it, it kept me, it helps keep me in posture. You know, again, that mind and heart, like having that Holy Spirit to just, to kind of check me when I start trying to operate out of Coretta Brown. And he's mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, no, 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 no. Don't you go back there. Come back here. So I literally be in the house checking myself. And then I laugh about it. I'm like, okay, thank God. <laughs> I love that I think there's a song that says uh let the word do the work I think it's Donald Lawrence if I'm wrong my bad Mr. Lawrence but I, it's let the word do the work yep. and, and, and I love it because it's like yeah like I can read the word as many times as I want to but until I let them enter my heart and then allow them to manifest and take over my life they mean nothing they're just gonna be black words on white pages or reds if God said it <laughs> So it's the constant flow, right? That's like it. it's the, he wants to flow here. That's the that's relationship. It. He wants to flow here to get the flow here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he kept putting the love on my heart. Like, I, I want you to get the connection here so that you mm-hmm. can spread my word out here, that connection. But again, like even with the faith, a lot of times, and, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, we'll read the word, we'll read the word, and then we just keep it. It's like, we just hold on to it. Like, it's a secret. Like, we got the only box. Come on. Like we got the legit only Bible. Like, no, like we're, supposed to, we're supposed to work the word. Like literally work it. Once we get it, work it. Because he loves that. Again, that faith, trusting and having that confidence, he is who he is. Put the word to the test. Another another cool story about how God is on God. I got all the items, right? That's why mm-hmm. tendonitis, the arthritis, I got the items. <laughs> <laughs> both shoulders, you name it. And so I was working out really heavy going twice a day. And my left shoulder was just absolutely killing me. I'm talking about couldn't sleep at night, killing me. And so I'm praying about it. I'm like, Lord, please, Lord, please, Lord, please, Lord, please. And I remember one sermon, it was like, you know, put the word to the test. I said, okay, Lord. I said, right now, I trust and believe you that you're going to heal this shoulder. Just like you healed that lady with the issue of blood. Come on here. I tell you in like two minutes, my shoulder was healed. I'm in the bed, like full-blown praise report, laying in the bed. Like, yo, again, like this, that dude, I can't believe it. Come on here. Healed my shoulder. So again, it's in this faith of faith, once you know what you know, like when you know better, you do better. And when God, when you invite him and he show out, like you ain't going to go back. I promise you. Come on now. You know, I was, it's funny you say that. I was looking at something. I was on, I think I was on TikTok or something and it was this thing, it was like, you know, it's some everything on there. Yeah. And it was like this one guy, and he was like, he found this 20-something page government manifesto on um, how to heal ourselves through, uh, like, our minds, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying something like, if something hurts, you know, just close your eyes, envision what hurts, and say these numbers, right? I'm like, okay, like, all right, I'm that. But see, when I hurt, I'm closing my eyes and I'm calling on the name. So I appreciate the manifesto. That's what's up. Very interesting to see. But in my life, I learned much like your show. I got arthritis to my knee, okay? And (laughs) developed a little bit up here uh, because I had to have a rib removed a couple years ago. But 
I've learned even in my strongest moments is that the stripes still work. Still the work. Still works, right? And so I can pretty much read anything and that's fine if that's your methods. But come talk to me and I'm gonna tell you to close your eyes. You ain't got to look at any part and envision anything. Right. You just call on the strong name of Jesus. And he mm-hmm. already told you that by his stripes, you are already healed. You just have to faith, have to have faith to believe that. And yeah. so when you mentioned that, I just thought about that because Lord, when it rains, when it's cold, <laughs> you feel it. I feel it. I feel it. When he will just that simple, that, that's the part though. When you just like, Lord, I'm gonna lean and I'm gonna try you. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I love about him. It's like he's like, Well, you know what? Let me just show her real quick. Yep. Yep. Let me show her. Faith enough to try me. Let me show her real quick. I got you. Yeah. And, and, and I love how he is in that moment. I shared with you before we even came on um, with the events of yesterday and how it, it just, it's like you said, it's tough for anybody, right? Like it, it, if, if it isn't, um, you know, I would really question you. Like mm-hmm. you said, and, and, and just the grace he gave because what I shared with coach was that, you know, normally when things of this nature happen, you know, I don't get a person that I'm speaking on a podcast, but I do come on live just to speak, pray in that moment, right? And so I was led to do so, but couldn't move. Like, it was just like, I was just, I can't. I was like, Lord, I want to obey, but I do not have the strength. I don't. And I know you can give me that, but he didn't give me that strength to do it. What he gave me was grace. Mm-hmm. He gave me grace. And he said, I understand that. I appreciate your obedience, but be still. Yeah. And, and I love how he knows. I say that to say he knows us as his children and he knows what we need and when we need it. Mm-hmm. And that grace that he gave in that moment was not for a push to, I need you to obey me. This one needs you to do and try me. He didn't need me to try him in that moment. He knows that I can try him and I was ready and willing. But in that moment, he gave me peace and grace to understand that I know you lean on me because you don't have it. And today you don't have it. So let me have it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, yesterday's events, man, it's, I don't know. It's it's just, I don't know. It's an evil world we're living in. Like, it's sad, but it's almost like you're just, you're at the point, you're tired of the moment of silence, you know, and it's just, it's so concerning for, like, those people who don't know, who don't mm-hmm. know that God's, God's grace is, is still out yes. there for them, you know? Like, I know I talk with a lot of my coaching buddies. You look at the student athletes that just this spring that have taken their life. You know, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just a lot about it. It's, it's disheartening is what it is, you know, and I try to pray because again, I think about those coaches. I can't imagine. I lost a player that I coached for the first time a couple of months ago and it was, it was in an accident. You know, she, she died in an accident and I know how that hit me. I can't imagine coaching one of my players and that they're going through life so bad that, you know, they can't come to my office. Coach, I'm going through this. Can you pray with me? Can you something, you know, feeling like they can come to me and have that vulnerability to open up to take their own life. You know, mm. it's just, I, I don't know. It's just, it's evil times. It's a lot. You look at from the Buffalo to, to the Texas, it's just a lot that we're going, going through. But what I do know is that at the end of the day, God is still God. Come on. So he, he still sits on the throne. He, he sees it. He sees our tears. You know, he compromises with it. But at the end of the day, God is not moved by that. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not moved by our tears. What moves God is our faith, Come on. you know? And so when we got enough people that's trusting 
and believing that he is who he say he is, maybe then we can see some real change. Because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's, it's scary. Like it's, it's scary times out here. We were talking about this before we start. Where can you go? You can't, yeah. go to, you can't go to school, can't go to the grocery store, can't go to church. Like where can you go and just feel right. safe? God, mm-hmm. that's where we can go. We can go that's to him, it. you know? And so it's just, I don't know, man. I just think more people, we got okay. together. We got to start praying because that's, that's when the true change came. You know, we gotta, we gotta give it to him. It's so funny. Give it a second. I laugh. So when I uh, get on uh, at work, right, the teacher part of me, right? But you're absolutely right. Like I feel that more than anything, you know, in those moments, my word goes by to let the word do the work, right? Mm -hmm. And so my word means nothing, even in the unimaginable moments. Mm right? That's when I need the word. Yep. Not to read it. We just talked about with a storm, not to read it and just, as you said, hold it. Now I got it. And like mm-hmm. a storage or a USB, right? right. I have to let the word do the work. And here's the thing, the word, nine times out of 10 going to happen in moments where we can't, when we see the unspeakable, mm-hmm. when we walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, right? Yeah. That's when the word has to do the work. Mm-hmm. In those moments, you know, and then I get it. People always say, well, see, man, this is what I'm talking about, man. How can you believe when stuff like this happened? That's when you got to believe. That's when you got to believe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? That's not the time to turn your face. That's not the time, right? Don't be weary. You put it in there. Galatians 6, 9. Don't get weary and well-doing, right? Mm-hmm. Can't We can't stop praying, right? We can't stop having faith. We can't be like, see, this is what I'm talking about. I do, but then people like that, mm-mm. Mm-mm. And you said it, people, just like God, and God is going to be God, people going to be people. Come on now. Whatever is controlling their thoughts and that heart mm-hmm. and that mind, whatever's in their mind, they, they're going to operate like that. So just like it's good, it's evil. That's why it's a heaven. It's also a hell. Yeah. So we just need more of the heaven to, to rise up and, and, and do our part, you know, because I, I think back to even the Katrina thing and how a lot of people lost their faith doing this. You know, I, yeah. I had that conversation with a lot of people. If it was a God, how can he let this happen? You know? So I, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, I just really worry about this generation. Like yesterday really hit me hard because I'm thinking about my God son, my God daughter, who's in there, like, what if that would have been them? You know, like mm-hmm. if that's them, I'm not okay. I'm gonna have to call you and cancel again. Like I'm not okay if that happens, but it's just mm-hmm. becoming the norm now. And, and I don't know yeah. how we got here, but it's not okay. Yeah. I totally agree, Coach. And, you know, of course, naturally, um, before we even get off today, um, I definitely would like to have your help in covering mm-hmm. us and even these hard times. But before we do get off, there are two questions that I got to give you that I give every servant leader before we kind of enshrine them in this servant leader family. Okay. Uh-huh. And I laugh because, of course, you said God gone God. So I'm, you can't use that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can't use that one okay but I love it right that should definitely be on the t-shirt if it's not right but I do my God is devotional right Mm -hmm. I do that in the mornings because for several reasons right but one of the main reasons is when we can't we can't fathom we can't put words to what happened in places like Uvalde Texas right yesterday uh in Buffalo in Texas the previous time after Buffalo in 
California at the church, years ago at the church in Charleston, right? We can't put our minds around these things that keep happening, right? And in our lives, even. And so I like to do my God is devotional because it reminds me of what he is. And it reminds me that when I keep ripping off what he is, it doesn't run out, right? I could give you characteristics of me and you, and, and I'll probably start to go lost for words like, ah, I can't really think of anything else. But see, when I do this with God, I have to actually stop myself because I'm like, I got to get ready for work, but this list can keep going. Well, you have a list. But if I were to say to you today, servant leader Coretta Brown, God is, and I drew an imaginary line, how mm-hmm. would you fill that blank? God is what to you? Whew. I mean, where do I start? How much time? I know. I know. I mean, God is way maker, miracle worker. Promise keeper. Promise keeper. You know, I, <laughs> you know, he's that. He's Jehovah Jireh. Come on. He's Jehovah Rapha. Come I on. think about a sermon I heard once. He said a lot of times and we get in situations and this is going back to knowing the word that you talked about to where we may need Jehovah Rapha to come in and heal us, but we calling on Jehovah Ra, Jehovah Jireh. Uh, calling on the wrong, if I want mama, I wouldn't call daddy. Come on. I wanted mama, you know, so so God is, for me, God is literally everything. Because again, I don't want him in one area of my life. I, I want you in all of it. Come on. Use me. When I said back in 2002, 2003, use me, I'm yours. You know, where you send me, I'm gonna go. Whatever you have me to say, I'm going to say, like, I want to be your hands and feet. Genuinely, I want to be your hands and feet because I've seen what you've done. I've seen what you've done. So if you've done this, it's not like Steve Harvey. If I got all these gifts on him to treat, I'm trying to open all my gifts. I want them. I want all my gifts. So for me, God is literally everything to me. I want him in every single area of my life. I love that, Coach. Ah, I love it. Yes. And see, that's how I am in the mornings. (laughs) keep going up like girl get up we gonna run late like let's go you gotta prepare two people now (laughs) (laughs) right but I'm so thankful for that but I love that because I think that's so true right we gotta stop coach yo always says no ceilings Mm -hmm. right and that's what we do to God come on we try to put this big guy we talking about this big guy not the biggest not little not many not junior yeah this big guy we talking about yeah yeah no ceilings he got this None. Even this. Right? <laughs> even this. Sometimes I take some of my friends because they know what I mean when I say it. I'm like, even this, even this. Yeah. Oh, don't you try to tell me, but this, 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 even that. <laughs> That's what they know. He says all. Like, he got all. Okay, all of it. He say so. So anytime they try to come and complain about me, uh-uh, the scripture says this. I ain't trying to hear it. <laughs> he got it. Yeah, I tell him, I said, I'm going to take you even down to the smallest layer. I said, when you were little, what was that song they talked to? He's got the whole world in his hands. Right here, in his hands. Mm-hmm. And what, one thing I know about something being in my hands, whether it's a basketball that I love, whether it's Hendrix that I definitely love, I'm not about to let that thing fall. It's going to be handled with care. It's secure. Take that thing. I'm going to make sure that thing is good. And I'm also, even when it's right, be gentle with that floater, right? <laughs> so, right? There's yep. times where I'm going to hold her and there's times where I'm going to delicately, delicately place her so she doesn't look up, right? And that's how God is. So yeah. even this, even that, he got the whole one in his hand. That includes you. That includes you. That includes Texas. Especially that includes- 
Come on now. People like we we need to understand our role in this. Mm -hmm. We are his prized possession. Come on. You can't tell me I'm not the apple of God eye. Mm -mm. If he care enough, I'm his favorite. Okay, I'm his favorite. You can't tell me I'm not. If he care enough about the animals and the plants to make sure that they're good enough, we are his prized possession. I know he care about me too. That's it. I know he does. Yeah. Too much about him, and there's nothing to make me down. Nothing. <laughs> That's it. Yes, ma'am. And of course, your last one. All right, I'm gonna change this one up because you you spoke so eloquently about servant leadership. I don't have to tag that one in for you again. And I gave this one. This has actually been my one for the you know last couple of ones, Coach. If we got in your car, okay, mm-hmm. and it's on the gospel realm, okay, the gospel realm. You got in your car. You play. You press shuffle. Tell us one thing that may pop up on that playlist, on that gospel playlist. The gospel playlist. Lately, I've been getting into Maverick City. Come on now. You, you know, I mean, you, you know the one. Like that song. And I also think about in my life is certain songs and artists that just, like when you put it on, it's just going to get you there. I'm getting there. I'm going. It's Jaira right now. Jaira. You like, are I, enough. I don't care what I'm doing. When that song comes on, it's going to take me there. That's it. That stoplight is full bone pr- praise. Is it's Jaira. That's a really good song. That's it. It is. It, it is. is. Me and Hendrix be rocking in the morning. We do. And, and think about it. And like think about the words of Jaira. You are enough. You are enough. You know, like literally, God is. So if we're saying He all I need, and I got Him, this is why I feel like I already won. You know, a lot of That's people it. don't get that. Like in in every area of my life, I've included Him in every area of my life, so I win. And I'm a competitor, just like any other coach and athletes on here. We all like winning. We ain't doing this to lose. So why not run with the winners, as LeBron would say? He's, Come on. He, he's the winner. <laughs> you know? I'm drafting God. My Listen, he's the winner. Okay. I'm undefeated with him. Come I'm on. With him on my team. Go That's ahead. it. Yes, ma'am. I love it, coach. I love coach. I just gotta thank you. I really do. You know, like. Even with, you know, the adjustments in time we had to make, it was supposed to happen today. Yeah. It was supposed to happen in this way. It was how God wanted it to be. And now I see why. And I'm so thankful just for this conversation. I'm thankful for the gems you drop. I'm just thankful for who you are, right? Because you're going to still be, you still the same, Coach Brown, Thomas University. I'm not changing it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that is who you're staying because it does. It, it blesses me enough to know that just like God is, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, you, no matter how he's blessed you, remember who you are and that you is. And that, that gives me that gentle reminder when we, when I text you, when you text me that pops up, I'm like, yes, yes. So I just really appreciate you for coming on and chatting with me today and helping us to grow and just really making this servant leadership platform what it is, because it grows truly because of willing vessels like yourself that God has me to ask and give the invitation to. And again, I'm going to push that thanks right back to you. <laughs> you know, I knew you were going to do that. The thank you goes to you, you know, for God giving you the vision and you creating this space to bless other people because that's what it's about. You know, again, being his hands and feet, that's what it's about. So thank you for this space to go out there and, and to reach other people and invite them into the kingdom. I appreciate that, Coach. And Coach, before we get off, would you mind giving us a prayer mm-hmm. time moment that we're in right now and just covering those that are listening now and that are listening later on the podcast and especially giving a special prayer out in Texas? Yes, absolutely. 
Father, we just come to you in an honest way that we know how, Lord. We just, hey, we thank you for being who you are. Lord, we thank you for the many blessings that you bestowed upon us, Lord. We thank you for Chelsea. We thank you for giving her the vision of this space, Lord, to just reach as many people as she can and just call your leaders in this athletic realm to keep you first in everything that we do. And Lord, we, we send up a special prayer for all of those families and everyone just traumatized by the event yesterday in Texas, Lord. Um, we, we don't understand the events, Lord, but we know who you are. And Lord, we just pray for those families, all of those affected from those, those deaths of the young individuals to those deaths of the teachers, Lord. We know that they're grieving. And Lord, we just pray that your peace, your peace just comes in and just be still in their hearts, Lord, and let them know that you are God and that you know all and that you see all and that there is better in the future. I know right now those families may can't see it, Lord, but there is brighter days, Lord. And we just pray that you just come into the hearts and minds of everyone in leadership roles, Lord. Lord, we just, we just pray that you come into their hearts, Lord, and just rest there, Lord, that these decisions that are being made from the top down, Lord, that they will start including you again, Lord. Um, Lord, we just need you. I, I know you see all and you know all that's going on here, Lord. And we just lift you up, Lord, and we know that we're two or more gathered, that you are there. And so we just thank you for your, for your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we just pray that you continue to come into our hearts, Lord, that we will go out, be your hands and feet, and continue to be about your kingdom business. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. 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 Amen, Coach. Coach, I appreciate that. I really, really do. And my favorite line of the podcast, servant leader, Coretta Brown, you are now a part of the servant leader family. Hey. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I tell people every time that I say that, I just, I just in my mind see a vivid picture of just a front line of God's army locking arms mm-hmm. in the Ford. And it's just, it just is a powerful thing. And I see him moving. And I'm thankful that to have your board to make this thing move. The blessing is mine. I'm blessed to be a part of such a family. Thank you. Thank you. I man. love it. Appreciate you, coach. Anybody that listens, if you don't know them, if you drifted from them and want to come back, I can help you in any way. DM me, find me on all socials. We thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next time.